welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Global Milk. Global Milk! Fuck you, peeps! Kit Kats are the best. Global Milk. A subsidiary of Red Pantheon Productions. Welcome, everybody, to Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash, episode 43. We're 43 and still going strong, despite our sciatic nerve problems. How's <laughs> my everybody doing? hang lower than my knees. <laughs> Blah. Blah. So Josh is the only one not in chronic pain right now because yep. he's young and spry. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, I am I am in the thick of uh, getting everything ready for the move, so my body is Ooh. just sore. Uh, <laughs> Lifting Legos yeah. sucks, man. It's just just sore. Who do you guys have helping you with like moving furniture and stuff? Uh, we're we're using a moving service. Cool. Um, someone everybody... else can lift the shit. I the way, to, the way to do it, man. Man, every time I move, I wished I could afford that because it's always like, Mike, you're the youngest and the skinniest. Lift this heavy piece of shit and get it down this flight of stairs. It doesn't need to get down. And no, 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 bring it back up. Put it back up. You know, it's like you don't need this giant couch. I'm gonna throw <laughs> it out. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I hate that. I. Well, hate moving furniture um how's everybody doing doing good not too bad yeah did you, yeah did you get time to watch batman mike i did not um we celebrated my wife's birthday yesterday and then afterward we ended up binge watching the righteous gemstones uh so yeah i kind of finished that series <laughs> of happy birthday batman. jess it's 30 <laughs> yeah, happy birthday jess alvarez i've never met you <laughs> one day, one day. Um, is it thirty minutes or an hour? Uh they 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 range. Uh, some okay. of them were like fifty something minutes. Some were like thirty eight. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a ridiculous show. Like if if you've ever seen Shameless, it's like Shameless with televangelist preachers. Okay, it's crazy. Um, Plus John Goodman. So well, John yeah. Goodman and Walter Goggins. I'm like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> that's that's all I needed. It's on my list of shit. I'm trying to get through Doom Patrol, and I'm, like, losing interest fast because they do something in TV series that I don't like now if you're streaming where they have, like, a filler episode. Mm. It's like, you don't... That's not acceptable if it's all streaming, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, you, you don't need, like, an, a pretentious art episode that doesn't move the plot forward at all. Like, don't do that. Don't waste an hour of my time. Um, and Doom Patrol does that a lot. So uh, I'm going to get through it and then just take a break from it and move on to like better, more fun shows to watch. Um, so, Mike, what's going on? Boogeyman's Closet. I know the Hush episode yep, is about be, to drop. That'll be coming out uh, shortly. And uh, then we have the People Under the Stairs, which will actually be coming out at the end of this week. Um, because we, we missed a week, so we're going to catch up yep. by having two episodes this week. 
And then next week we'll be starting our uh, our remakes round three, which has a little bit of a cheat, as we've mentioned. There's a there's a requel in there, <laughs> but that will uh, now, be coming soon. Am am I incorrect in in my assumption that the people under the stairs is the uh, American horror remake of Harry Potter? Uh, actually, <laughs> it, it it inspired Harry Potter. I thought so. <laughs> I prefer oh, it to Harry Potter. I knew there was some connection there. <laughs> I always forget just how screwed up that movie is until I rewatch it. And I'm like, man, there's there's a lot of twisted crap going on here. But but they cover it up with a lot of slapstick. And how it's ties so much into uh, Twin Peaks with their actor choices. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something that was like completely lost on me when I was a kid. Like I liked it. But I liked it because the guy who plays Fool was on this show on HBO called Encyclopedia mm-hmm. that I loved as a kid. So I was like, oh, it's the guy from Encyclopedia. He's just, you know, the great character actor. Yeah. Uh, so every time I see him, like when Rob Zombie uses him or something, I get excited. But um, that's what got me as a kid. Not that like, oh, look, it's, you know, Ving Rhames or. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good movie. It's it's one of the Wes Craven movies that I prefer. And there's not a lot. I don't. Can, I don't hold him in like high regard like a lot of people do because he's made oh. so much junk and then like a handful of very strong movies. See, I you know, I, like, I eat the junk up. <laughs> I love it. Listen, uh, <laughs> I think we can all agree here that the best thing Wes Craven has ever done uh, is his cameo in James Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> I mean, that was a pretty solid one. Never seen it. Really. What? Oh I, I haven't I haven't gotten around to it. Oh man, that's a great one. Yeah, seriously, that's good times. Like um, that's that's the point in the VOS universe, the live action VOS universe, where I think Kevin Smith was just like, fuck it, let's make a live action cartoon. Yep. He went wacky in that one. Uh, and it works. Mm-hmm. I have God, I gotta watch Red State. Oh, love that movie. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to spoil the cameo for you, but I'll, without really totally giving it away, uh, there's a moment where they're running through, you know, the Hollywood studio, and they come across Wes Craven, who is determined to make a horror movie with a monkey. <laughs> okay, I'll get to it. Um, I got kind of just burnt out on Kevin Smith after Tusk. I was like, yeah, or. Not like I like Tusk. I don't like the yoga hosers cameos that he kind of shoes in. You know, it's just I don't know. I've got no good reason. To be honest, I'm I'm just a Kevin Smith whore. Yeah, me too. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I want to see Red State. I want to see Jane Silent Bob. I got to watch Zach and Mary make a porno. Yeah, Red State is so fucking good. Oh, dude, I, I love it. I love it so much. Um, I read like his alternate ending for it and I was like, oh shit, I need to watch Red State. So, um, anyways, this is a toy podcast. Uh, <laughs> Rental Rants just dropped the fuck your childhood episode. And <laughs> that means you guys have a full episode coming this week. Uh, yes, we will be releasing our sequel to Real Genius. I love it. So that'll be a lot of fun. Kent, this is God. <laughs> uh, that that plays a huge role in the sequel. Wait, wait. 
Is Kent a messenger of God in the sequel? I won't ruin anything here, but let's just say there is some crazy religious ideas in there. <laughs> Kent becomes the avenging, avenging angel of justice. <laughs> There's a bit of a genre flip with the sequel. <laughs> okay, I'm excited about that. <laughs> We also did, I know we record early, but we did just record our uh, Masters of the Universe episode, which will be coming out in a couple weeks. And uh, I, I have to say, it was a lot of fun because it went in directions I did not expect. Cool. So that, that was interesting. Um, I don't have any news on Heretic Party. They're usually like a bi-monthly thing if they keep it going. And I don't think there's anything else in the Red Pantheon worth mentioning. Am I skipping anything, guys? Uh, oh. I, I, I'm i not going to say too much, but I'm going to have some Pikmin's news next podcast. So. Sweet. Awesome. Um, so, guys, show and tell time? Sure. What do you think? I know me and Josh got the Warner Herzog figure, Mike. Did you get it? I I did not. (laughs) But yes, I agree with Josh. I got way too much as well. Uh, I I just got a little. So I I guess I'll start. But I got the Warner Herzog. And I bought... um, Not Malcolm. um, Hammond. I bought the Jurassic Park Hammond figure with the idea I'm going to put... The client, Warner Herzog, his head on it. And mm. it didn't work out that way because the John Hammond figure has this gigantic ball uh, for the head. Not his balls, but uh, <laughs> the peg that the head sits on. It's too big to put the Warner Herzog head because it's on a double barbell. It's on a different style See, of articulation entirely. I um, didn't I didn't have a problem getting it on the Hammond ball. It was just that it looked awkward. It does. It's The body's a different scale. I kind of just held it in front of it, and I was like, this doesn't look right. Um, and I was afraid it's, of stretching the head out. It's because of the way the uh, the head sits on the... the ball sits on the unmoving peg. Yeah, it's just odd. But you still need a John Hammond figure if you buy the client. Because once you take the client's head off, you've got this perfect pimp body. And all you need to do is take the headed uh, Hammond figure head and put it on the client <laughs> body and he looks like a space pimp and give him the hammond cane and the hammond awesome. cane it looks ridiculous because he's got his like hat his cane his pimp coat and his big star wars gold necklace and it looks like he's about to whore out some velociraptors <laughs> and it's uh, the funniest here, thing ever here's a fun tip for you uh just because uh the jay jonah ball is just slightly bigger than the Werner ball. So if you pop it off and put it right back on Werner, it's not going to fit. Just stick it in uh, hot water for a few minutes. It's going to shrink right back down to size. Yep. Um, I was going to say, when you, you said the space pimp pimping out raptors, that that's how the ice pirates got space herpes, just so you know. Right. <laughs> and the ice pirates is an unsung 80s classic. Yes, it is. Um, and to wrap up this whole Warner Herzog saga, what you need to do is go to your local store and pick up a J. Jonah Jameson figure from the latest Spider-Man wave. And you put the Warner Herzog head on there and you have a perfect Warner Herzog toy. It needs no adjustments. It's perfect. Josh, would you agree? 
100%. And just give him whatever crazy accessories you have laying around. Guns, cheese, his ice cream maker that his figure comes with. Uh, whatever weird shit that Werner Herzog would have with him. Uh, I feel like he's quite the minimalist, but I just also picture like he would have like uh, a pet raccoon or something insane. <laughs> yeah, I like I really feel like he he would be the type of person to be like, are you going to come visit me this evening? My raccoon and I have gotten out the ice cream maker. There's going to be triple almond fudge. You will enjoy it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, I got that. I opened up my King Grayskull figure, the the deluxe from the Masters Universe Revelations line, and he is really cool, really solid figure. He's got a bendy cape, or wire in a fabric cape, uh, two heads. He's flocked. It's got all the bells and whistles, kind of like. When Mattel gives you a deluxe figure on, like, Hasbro, you really get some value out of it. Um, mm. So he's really sweet. My only complaint is you can't combine the swords. He's got, like, the split power sword. It doesn't combine, like, the 2000X power sword would. Um, oh, that sucks. I know. But the design is really cool. They're both, yeah. like, really awesome standalone swords. So, um... It's a cool-looking figure. I just haven't seen it in, uh, in stores yet. I do want to get it, though. Yeah, it's, yeah, like... You know, and I, I haven't seen Trapjaw anywhere. Same. Yep. I feel like the the only deluxe that isn't quite at that deluxe point is Faker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do get the the extra armor and the extra heads and all that, and it's cool all the stuff you get. But I agree, it's not quite the thirty dollar deluxe price point. It shouldn't be that high. I also would argue that it's because Faker's design is really bad too. See, I like but the design. <laughs> I, I, I don't like that he's just like silver. Well, he's like got that metallic like, blue. He's not Terminatory. I don't know. It was a waste <laughs> I, opportunity to me. I would have preferred the silver be a or the the bluish silver be a bit more blue in tone, but I I like it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got that. And then today, if you catch this, and you've got a few days left before the week's over. Uh, Target has Masters Universe stuff on sale again, so I picked up Revelations Andra for thirteen bucks. Oh, like all the SKUs, like the individually carded SKUs, are on sale for like forty percent off. Uh, so I saw that. Awesome. I didn't open her yet, but I was like, I need her because I want to get the new characters that haven't had toys before, um, and probably some other stuff because we're going to go into that within the news. And I picked up the only figure I'm going to get from this upcoming Thor Love and Thunder wave, unless I find him on sale. I picked up Gore the God Butcher for 25 bucks. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, That's crazy. At, at Walmart today. Uh, picked up the aging body of Zordon. <laughs> yeah, I picked up Christian Bale needs a sandwich, the figure. Um, ah, so the machinist. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but at that price, I'm, no, I'm not doing it. Go fuck yourself. And I, I don't really care about the Build-A-Figure because I already have it uh, from a previous release. So I'm not going to buy another Thor, uh, another Star-Lord. This would be like the fourth one they've made. It, like, no, you're not. Sorry. Anyways, yeah. um, Josh, what'd you get? Uh, well, I also got King Grayskull. Yep. Uh, see, I 
I went on a bit of an opening spree yesterday because I finally took a day off from moving and I had this moment where I was like, I don't want to move all this packaging. Most of this packaging's going out anyway. I'm going to open this shit. <laughs> uh, so I opened a bunch. Uh, I opened King Grayskull. I opened Werner Herzog because he came in yesterday. Uh, I went ahead and opened John Hammond. And yep, Space Pimp 100% is fantastic. Uh, Space Raptor Pimp. Uh, oh, Space Raptor Pimp. Raptor better have um, my money. <laughs> uh, I also got, uh, sorry, going over it in my mind. Uh, Legacy RC. Yeah. Holy crap. I didn't feel the need to get this figure. And then it was just a total whim of like, okay, I've seen enough good reviews. I'll give her a shot. Whatever. She is. I still I'm not crazy just because I like the look of the prime characters in their prime universe. There are a few design tweaks that I'm just like, why? Like, she doesn't look like Prime RC because she has a nose. Mm. And a lot of the Prime designs did not. Uh, but, again, like, it's it's just little nitpicks like that that I'm, I'm like, eh. Uh, but, man, it's a solid toy. Very similar to Bulkhead in the respect that... Um, the only flaw is her waist is a little wonky, but it's not bad. It's not enough to hinder her from being a fun toy. Because they they just knocked it out of the park. Uh, I also got, uh, I'm sure I opened a few other things, but I'm going to cap it at these next two. Because these two just sort of take the cake. Uh, I found the NECA Elvira. Oh, so good. You know, um, like, I've got the Amok Time one, and I was like, I'm good. I don't need another Elvira. And I really need, I want that one. I, like, I found both the regular edition and the signature edition. I was really tempted by the signature edition just because it's Elvira. Uh I don't think any of the other signature editions have tempted me that much. Because I really stood in the store for a good few minutes holding both of them. <laughs> it was just like, uh, uh, no, fuck it. I'm going to open it and play with her anyway. And I set the signature one back down, walked out very happily. And I'm so glad I did because it's, it's in my all-time top five NECA figures. Nice. It's it's one of those cases where NECA did everything right. The likeness is spot on. The paint is perfect. The cloth dress is amazing. Uh, it like falls just right. Um, her accessories are all made of a rubber. Uh, a very well-painted rubber. They're, all the paint is immaculate on everything. Uh, they're all stiff enough that there's no thought that they'll they'll droop over time. But they're all <laughs> soft enough that nothing will break. This is just uh, the accessories, not the figure proper, right? 
the figure proper is just perfect. Okay. Uh, the articulation is all expertly done. Nothing feels fragile. I, I, I cannot say enough good things about this figure. Uh, both, both Ruth and I have just like put her in different poses ridiculously. Like we've had Skeletor like holding her up as she's like leaning back in his arms. <laughs> uh, she's currently stretched out on our pizza puzzle. So it's like her laying on a bearskin rug, except it's a giant pizza holding when her the, goblet. When they did the holothon, that was the one thing that consistently went immediately. It wasn't even Fugitoid. It was Elvira. Um, which I guess speaks to the power of Elvira, uh, you know, despite her current detractors because she's a lesbian, uh, which I, I find to be complete bullshit. But... Um, Call me crazy. I don't know how you can't enjoy Elvira as a lesbian. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, yep. How does that kill a fantasy for you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I guess some people are so delusional that they think that it was either like a publicity grab or now they have no chance of ever hooking up with Elvira. <laughs> I, I think that's the bigger part of the problem where they were like, so if there, there was a chance up, this is the only thing holding me back. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, <laughs> let's, be, let's be fair. Just, just to, uh, you, you know, give that a little bit of a, a crowbar separation and be ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Cassandra, Cassandra Peterson is a lesbian. She never said Elvira was. <laughs> and, all right, you know what? You also, I mean, like that being said, play, you may not have a chance, but now the ladies have a chance. That being said, True. hasn't Elvira always been like gay icon? Well, here's exactly. the other thing I was going to say. This has been an open secret for the longest time. Mm -hmm. Like before she announced it, I knew about it. Like her girlfriend is always with her at conventions. It's never like something that's hidden. So. I mean, she was always a gay icon. Yeah, uh, like, I... When she came out, it was just like, oh, this this wasn't public knowledge? Yeah, like, I... She's got a daughter, but it's always just been, like, I was not surprised. <laughs> like, I, you know, the times that I've seen her conventions, her girlfriend's there holding her hand, sitting with her at the table, so it's just like, yeah, okay. I mean, a... like like most controversies on the Internet, it's just a bunch of moronic fanboys coming out of the woodwork to bitch about something that literally has no impact on their lives whatsoever. Yeah, they're just blowing it out of proportion because they like being mad at stuff because they have nothing else going on in their lives. And if that's you, so sorry. But you know what you can have going on in your life? Count Creepyhead's Saturday Morning Monster Mash. <laughs> Maybe you join our Facebook and participate. Help yeah. us. Uh, we have been stuck hilariously at 43 members, much like the 43rd episode this week. <laughs> it has not grown in six months at all. Let me just double check to see if we've got, we had, we lost members because some of them turned out to be like, uh, like Nigerian prince scams. Uh, so I had to get rid of people. <laughs> it's, 
But just just to chime back in real quick, I will say that I'll, the the figure just aces. Yeah, uh, it it looks like, fantastic. They they could not have possibly done a better job with it. Um, and she's in an, an amazing set of heels and stands perfectly. Um, forty or forty five. Uh, uh, thirty four ninety nine. Oh my god. Yeah, that's that's definitely worth picking up if I see it. Yeah. And to top it off is a figure that uh, is, to me personally, is a huge, huge deal. I have Terror Claws Skeletor. Yep. Yes. <laughs> now, when I was a little kid, I, my grandma would take me out toy shopping. And she got me Terror Claw Skeletor. And against her advice, I opened him in the car. And she warned me, I probably shouldn't open this one in the car. He's got a lot of stuff with him. And I lost his left claw, like, immediately. For years, we, like, until she sold the car, we would search the car any chance we got to see if we could find that Terror Claw. So I have lived my whole damn life without having a complete terror claw Skeletor. And and I cannot tell you the nerd satisfaction and nostalgia seeing it on the shelf in Target, immediately snatching it and just being like, I'm not going to open it in the car. I, I will just, wait. I will wait until I get home, and I will open it over a blanket. So if anything falls out, it'll fall into the blanket. I just pictured you trying to open it and drive home at the same time, <laughs> and a claw going out the window. You just be like, "No, the Darth Vader, no." <laughs> the right. funniest part about that is me picturing it like. Holding like the card back in my teeth yeah. as I like tear it open <laughs> with the window open for no reason. <laughs> oh, uh, but for for the first time in in my life, I can say I I'm able to play with a complete terror plus Skeletor, and it is glorious. Um, and I love his stupid dragon whip oh, and okay. his weird crop top, and I love it. <laughs> I have mine playing the piano constantly <laughs> with the terror claws. And like, I don't even have a piano for him to play. I have like my daughter's got one for like her LOLs, but I just move his hands back and forth. <laughs> like, dun, 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 dun. Um, so Josh, you lost terror claws claw. Mike, do you ever have, is that, is there a figure that haunts you that you lost as a kid that you never got back? Um, I wouldn't say that haunts me, but there is there is one in particular that drives me a little crazy. Is do you remember the Star Wars uh, micro line, the little diecast line? Yep. The snow speeder. There was uh, a Luke, and I I I I don't know if the if the co pilot was actually. Oh my god! Why can't I think of his freaking name? Dak. Uh, thank you. I don't know if it was actually him or if it was just Rebel pilot. Um, but whoever the co pilot was that came in that fell into the door of my parents' car. Like, 
it was one of those things where like the uh the window you know the little rubber around the window was not really there anymore it was an old car and i was playing with it in the car and it fell between the glass and the plastic and down into the the door and my dad was just like well it's gone now i was like no oh so yeah I lost a Han Solo at a Pizza Hut. It fell like between, you know, like in a booth where you have like where the bottom meets the top of that 90 degree. Oh, and it yeah. It's up against a wall. I dropped it and it like fell underneath and inside. Never got him back. And every time we would go to this Pizza Hut, I'd always want to go to the same booth to see if I could get underneath it and get my Han Solo back. And as far as I know, that pizza is abandoned and it's still there. You you just <laughs> you just unlocked a traumatic memory. <laughs> um, yes, I do have one that I uh, I wish I could get back now. The fire elemental from LJN's Dungeons and Dragons. The that was a big toy. It was that big rubber toy. Yep. Do you remember, uh, Josh? You might remember this. There was a steakhouse in the Summit Park Mall back in the eighties. Yeah. So it was that freaking steakhouse, that New York steakhouse everyone went to. It was like the the not fancy, but everyone called it fancy steakhouse. <laughs> we went there. I think it was for my sister's birthday. It was some you know family thing. I was young, but I remember eating dinner and then sitting under the table with my Dungeons and Dragons toys and playing under the booth. It's time to go. I grabbed my toys, forgot the fire elemental who was like under the booth in the cave and I didn't realize until the next day, because we went home, I went to bed, all that. I was looking for my toys and I couldn't find it. And then I remembered it was there. We went back. It was gone. Never got a new one. To this day, I don't have one. Those fucks. <laughs> I keep looking for it on eBay. And every time I find one, it's got like Sharpie marks on it. Or like the paint is all rubbed off. Or it looks like someone actually tried to light it on fire. <laughs> like or it's way overpriced for what it is yeah those god those rubber ljns they're never complete in a nice condition yeah um mike what'd you get this week and josh are you done yeah yeah I'm all, okay. that was that was the crown <laughs> crown jewel of my toys this week well i am i'm going to uh to piggyback off of your terra terra claw skeletor and say that I got the Flying Fist He-Man, finally. I finally found him, not in a Woo! destroyed package. And my god, like, I did not have him as a kid. I got to play with him as a kid. But it is ridiculously fun. And it was the, the day I got him, I brought him home and opened him up in the kitchen and all that. My son was in the living room playing video games. And I came in and showed him, I was like, do you want to see what was super fun when I was a kid? He's like, <laughs> what's that? And I showed him Terror Claw and Thunder Punch, and he's like, yeah, okay. And then went back to play this game. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, but I, I love that weird windmill weapon he has that just makes absolutely no sense, but is so fun to fling around. <laughs> that is such a cool toy. But I got him. I got uh, Legacy Skywarp and Legacy Iguanas. Both of those are fantastic little transformers. I really like that Iguanas. I can't stop changing him back and forth. He's he's so he's nice and simple to transform. It's a smooth enough transformation that, you know, I only had to look at the instructions once and then it's just kind of stuck. I've been transforming him all week. Um, really enjoyed that figure. He's a little too small to make sense to put a three and three fourth inch figure on. It kind of looks silly, but at the same time, it works. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's still fun. Um, I'm trying to think. Of what, oh, I got the uh, I, I showed you guys this earlier. The Star Wars Black Series Wrecker from Bad Batch. Yep. Now, I as you know, I'm not a, not a big uh, Black Series fan. Like I don't buy a lot of them. But man, this one is definitely one of my favorites that I've bought. It's it, it makes me question some of Hasbro's decisions with their other six inch lines. Like the articulation is absolutely perfect. The armor moves perfectly out of the way for all of the articulation points. Nothing feels like it gets caught on anything. The helmet is removable and fits perfectly over his head. So it's like, why couldn't they do that with Boba Fett? Like I get what they're what they were, you know. I, I know they're going to release another Boba Fett and be like, hey, this one has a removable Boba, or has a removable helmet. But it's like, dude, it's so easy to do it well. They have it, it. I just can't get over how good this helmet is. And then the backpack. That's my big thing. The backpack peg fits in so perfectly. There's no wiggling. It doesn't fall out. Unlike the Fortnite guys, unlike the G.I. Joe's like, why can't all of the Hasbro art teams get together and just be like, all right, this is the universal backpack system, or this is the universal, uh, you know, hip joints. Like, why do they have to change it for each line that they have? But I, I love this figure. I'm, I'm actually playing with them right now. Um, really fun figure. Now for 30 bucks, I don't think so. I was able to get him for 23 on Amazon and that I'm, that was more than, you know, more than a fair deal. Um, and then the last thing I bought on a whim was the uh, the NECA aliens um, Panther Panther alien, so the Kenner one. And uh, I gotta say, it's not as good as I want it to be, but I really like it. The articulation's a little wonky for me. Yeah, it it, it you know what it is? I can't get him in the same pose that the original alien would sit in. His head feels wrong. Like, I wish the neck kind of went back further so you could get him in that, like, sitting upright pose the way the the original toy did. A lot of the NECA aliens have that problem where you can't get the head all the way back. Yeah. And they've got a problem with the joints and the legs that it's hard to get, like, anything that's four-legged in a natural crouching pose because you have a lot of, like, twist bend Twist a little more, move the hip this way. Then you're gonna try to like desperately to get everything on all fours. Um, and they just recycled the dog alien body and got a little cheap in the feet. So he's got these little get it on all fours. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Having said that, I do like that it has like the magnet for the drone that comes off of it. Yes. Uh, That was a nice touch. They got enough of it where it feels like okay, this is the panther alien. Or yeah. this is the the night cougar. See, I, I I was whole I was looking at them both too, and I never had the night cougar as a kid. Um, I like it, but I, the panther alien is that's just like pure nostalgia for me. But I do love the fact that the drone comes off with a little magnet. That's just a lot of fun. Oh, and the the one thing I did forget is the the um, mega constructs masters of the universe he man head or the Skeletor heads. I mean, uh, I got the slime pit one, so which is by far the best of the lot so far. What are the other ones in this assortment? Um, I don't know what's coming out with the new ones. I know so far they did the He-Man with the Sky Sled, which I never bought just because it was yeah. like, hey, it's the same figure I already have with a little tiny Sky, sl- sky Sled. Um, then there was the Fisto with the climbing gear, which I got for Fisto. Um, the, I mean, the climbing gear is cool because it's, you know, the little backpack in the original line. 
Um, and then there was comics trap jaw with the gun from castle Grayskull and a weapons rack. Yep. And again, cool accessories, but meh. My favorite of that lot was Zodak with the underwater gear and like a little underwater scene that you could put him in. I was like, that's fun. Cause I had him fighting merman, but uh, this, this slime pit is fantastic. Cause it actually uses the Skeletor head as part of the, the build. Which I think they should all do that. Yeah, they all they all kind of do. It's like built off the side or like, oh, here, if you clip like the the trap jaw one, like the computer thing he comes with, you're just supposed to kind of like sit it in the skull. It's like, all right, (laughs) you know, and then uh, Fisto, there's like an orb that he's trying to get to that's on top of the head. It's like whatever. But this is actually part of the build. But overall, great set. Anything slime pit, you had my attention. Mm-hmm. So um that's pretty cool, is that it? Yep. Uh I forgot to mention I picked up Stratos finally from Origins. And I mean I've said many times Stratos is always the first to die for me, but I found him on clearance, so I was like, Well Now you'll be the first modern again. toy to die. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um I have to like I've been just fiddling with him, he's fun, he's cool, but I need to give him a weapon. Uh, it just drives me nuts. Like he flies, but that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, those random few Masters of the Universe guys that never came with a proper gun or sword or something always bothered me. Like you can't be a pacifist. No, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna have to like dig through my boxes of stuff until I find like, oh look, it's an axe or a sword or this. This will work. Uh, a shield, something. You know. Right. But yeah. So, guys, have yes. you ever had the problem of having a possessed penis? <laughs> Can't say that I have, but uh sounds like a problem. I, I've uh, heard of these problems, but never experienced them. I woke up the other day, and just like the exorcist, my dickhead did a complete 360 when it shouldn't have. Oh, and God. It just, it just started spraying green everywhere. Oh no! Uh, it was terrifying. Uh, and then I thought, like, what? What am I supposed to do with you know, clearly, dick possession, satanic dick <laughs> possession? I have a dick demon. Holy shit! I, you know, it's spinning around. It's being crazy. It's levitating off the bed. Uh, you know, this isn't like I can't explain this one away to my wife. This isn't like I got an itch. You walked into something <laughs> funny. You're like, no, this is really like my dick is possessed by the devil. Um, you know, it's probably my fault for masturbating and using a Ouija board at the same time. But, uh, you know, I thought it'd be fun in an experiment, but apparently it's not. Um, but as it turns out, I was like, you know, who in my Rolodex would know what to do in a situation like this? And I was like, I know exactly who to call. And I gave uh, Aunt Mabel a call. And she doesn't know how to use telephones, but the flea market got a hold of her. And uh, she was like, you know, I, I got the cure for what ails you. And uh, I'm going to have some of my friends uh, let you know. We're going to do a little commercial. Uh, and I'm very happy to say that my dick is no longer possessed by the devil, thanks to Aunt Mabel. And, uh, you know, her special treatment, her ointments. And uh, my dick's okay. So uh, sit back, relax. 
listen to a special word about the services that Aunt Mabel offers if you suffer from satanic dick possession. And then we're going to jump into the news. Oh, hello, dears. This is your old friend, Aunt Mabel. I'm going to let my cousin Larry, who lives in Louisiana, tell you a little bit about our new product. It's going to fix you up good and get the devil out of your dick. Now what you want to do, you want to get that devil out of your dick. We call bone demon. What you want to do, you want to dip your dick in boiling water. But you don't want to be normal water, no, sir. You won't be leftover water from a scrimp boy. It won't take your dick. It won't strip it in that scrimp water. You won't dirt around like you do with a big wooden food. It won't take your dick dirt around in the scrimp water there. You won't dip it up and down there. Get all them good seasoning all over your dick. It's going to dip right out of that dick. It's going to burn like hell, but you're going to get devil out of your dick. You won't have to deal with that bone even no more. You know, ain't going to have a good quality boy with that out of water. Well, there you have it. That's one method to get rid of your dick demon. Or, as Larry called it, the bone demon. Now, y'all stay tuned, and we'll give you another remedy later on. Bye-bye now. So, this is what I did. I waited for my wife to go to bed. I got scrimp water i boiled it on the stove per her her instructions i poured it in my wife's favorite teacup and that i just dunked my nuts and all the twig and berries into the almost boiling scrimp water uh i thought it was taken care of but the problem i had is i didn't do the follow-through you know like you're trying to get rid of like athlete's foot things like that you really got to stick with it so uh I had to go back for more treatment because less than a week later, my, my dick was speaking in tongues, like through my pants oh, no. while I was working. It, it was the worst. Um, and, you know, but that's just my, my continuing misadventures with my penis. Uh, it's probably its own podcast, <laughs> to tell you the truth. <laughs> the continuing misadventures of my penis. Oh, I think we have the it, it it's got a whole side. I ran away from home when I was a kid. Rode the rails. Um, trust you me, were, you haven't you lived the... unless you've seen okay. a penis with uh, a hobo bag, like you know, a stick on a bag over its shoulder, <laughs> riding the rails. It's the, the magical misadventures of Dick. He's a dick with a homeless bag on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh Lord. Played the harmonica, ate, you know, get, you know, heated up beans in a can. All those cliches. Saw the country. Um, uh, why do I picture this like a cartoon, but the character sounding like Assy McGee, like it's talking through like a wad of phlegm. We'll say phlegm. No, it's <laughs> it's Petus, the runaway penis. Uh. And, uh, <laughs> He he had many adventures. I, I pitched it to Hanson, and they said, you know, we're a family company. We don't want to do a feature-length 
puppet movie about uh, your dick that ran away, got possessed by the devil, etc. You're weird. So, um, yeah, guys, it's time for the news. Very depressing news week this week because Marvel Legends has increased their prices yet again. They are up 30% in one year because they showed off a whole bunch of new stuff, mostly Spider-Man, and the prices are ridiculous and unexplainable. You guys ready to be pissed off if you're a Marvel Legends collector? I don't like it. So Marvel is moving away from windowed packaging. So bubbles. You've seen this with Transformers already where there's just like an open dome or there's a box with a picture of what you're getting. Uh, They're going to be doing that with Marvel Legends going forward in the future, which in theory cuts down to packaging and your costs. But no, 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 no. You're still going to pay more. Um. New figures that they showed off that are coming right off the bat. There is a Ned in Peter Parker 2-pack, which I was going to skip until somebody pointed out something today that I have to get it now. Peter Parker looks like Troy McGregor from The Final Sacrifice Mystery Science Theater featuring Zap Rousdauer. The little kid. You guys remember this one? No. No, I can't either. There's a guy. It's about the misadventures. It's Canadian. The hero is like this fat guy with a mustache. He thinks there's beer on the sun. It's maybe the funniest. One of the funniest Mystery Science Theater episodes ever. No, you guys aren't really big at Mystery Science Theater, though, are you? Yes, um, but I can't say I'm like I, I know it extensively. Yeah. It was from the ninth season. Yeah, so, I have no idea. That far. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the movie's just ridiculous. Anyways, Peter Parker doesn't quite look like Peter Parker. He looks like an idiot Canadian child. Um, I might be getting it, but it's also like 60 bucks for two figures that come with no build-a-figure parts or just plain clothes dudes. Uh, there is Noir Spider-Man from the Into the Spider-Verse movie. The previous Noir Spider-Man is like a comic accurate one. This one is the animated Noir Spider-Man. And he comes with a Spider-Ham that's just a repackage of the previous Spider-Ham. He's ridiculously priced. He's like 30-something. There's first appearance Spider-Man with some extra webbing for his arms. Because in the comic he had uh, little webs between his arms to help him fly a little bit. He's 30 plus dollars. Dollars. 30 plus dollars, not rouse dollars. Uh, there is a Renew Your Vows wedding two-pack that comes with standard super-articulated Spider-Man, now with toe joints, and Mary Jane as Spider-Man. I have never read this comic, but it's a new Mary Jane as Spider-Man. Uh, to wrap up the 20th anniversary of Marvel Legends, they are releasing Toad as a comic book store diamond internet exclusive. There is a null venom two-pack with venom on the movie venom body and he comes with gigantic bat wings and null comes with two heads his sword he is like the guy who creates the symbiotes in the comics that like gave them an origin the new suggested manufacturing retail price is on average 27.99 
but it's actually higher than that in most places. It's like 30 plus at least, like 31 hovers around so, there. And to wrap so, it up before you jump in, Josh, they also announced classic on that animated Toy Biz retro karting lizard in non-dinosaur form, more like I'm a man lizard, like the old toy. Now, Josh, go ahead. Okay, first off, I will say I do love the alternate weird head for the lizard. Yes. That's that's pretty amazing. Not worth the price of entry for it, but still pretty amazing. Uh, but, dear God, the price of that Venom and Null Pack. Th- that's just idiocy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really, really, the, the wings are going to cost us an extra $20? Because no. I can't see anything else in that pack that they can even come close to justifying that much of a cost increase for. Uh, like, uh, just, just no. The leading speculation as to what's causing this price increase, uh, this latest batch, Hasbro is no longer selling toys in Russia and its surrounding uh, territories. They're losing, until toys go back on sale, which is probably at least a year, $100 million. It's a big hit they're taking by not shipping product out there. To keep their profits at record highs, they are shifting the cost in places that they think are guaranteed revenue generators for them. And that's one of their biggest sellers in Marvel Legends, which is a 100% collector-oriented line. Unlike Transformers, which hasn't seen as drastic of a price increase, because that also brings in moms and kids. Marvel Legends is strictly pretty much guys like me who just buy everything. So they're banking that we're going to keep buying everything despite the price. Um, They're stupid and I hate them. They're very stupid, and I think they're in for a rude awakening this next two years of product. Because uh, it's going to be ridiculous. There's going to be problems with the windowless packaging, with people buying it, taking the figure out, and putting something else back in, and returning it to the store. So slicing or whatever you want to call it, figure swapping, is going to be a huge problem. Um, and people like me who are just like, I don't need it. I'm not getting it. Or I'm going to wait for it to go on clearance. Go fuck yourself. Yep. Um, of the Spider-Man stuff, I can only say there's like three things that I want. I'm going to skip tons and tons of stuff and wait for sales. You'd wait for clearance because I guarantee you at these prices, they're not going to fucking sell. The so, only the only thing I'm I'm even close to tempted by is the Spider-Man Noir because I love that version of it. And it's technically a Nicolas Cage figure, so maybe. Yeah. And I didn't get the uh, the whoever came previously with Spider-Ham, so. Uh, so in any case, it would be a new figure for me. Yeah, it was Gwen Stacy. And so, not a good uh, so yeah. yeah, that's Marvel Legends, and they're increasing the prices because it's kind of a slow week for news. I'm mentioning Todd McFarlane, McFarlane's toys, whatever. They've got more Mortal Kombat stuff coming out. There's Nightwolf, Commando Spawn from the video game who doesn't come with guns. I don't know why. I think it's just Todd being cheap, but there might be some sort of thing because Warner Brothers owns nether realm studios i don't fucking know uh but he comes with like necroplasm blades spawn on a horse which is like the cowboy spawn 
a Walmart exclusive bloody clown and uh lots oh, more no, 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 no. it's it's not even cowboy spawn it's gunslinger spawn oh right but the yeah. only new thing is he's on a horse yeah it's malibu stacy right what would gilbert say about that i'm on a horse oh god spawn's on top of me get him off <laughs> i don't want al simmons dick rubbing on my back um now i will lead into the cooler stuff which is the masters of the universe news we're getting whiplash randor uh i just noticed looking at pictures i never noticed this as a kid but like whiplash has got weird shit going on with his teeth yeah he's got like two two claws come up from or two fangs come up from the bottom but then he has like a nose ring or like one individual tooth in the middle that kind of just comes out of nowhere and it's just weird. Um, but it's, you know, classic toy design. Randor is Randor. I don't think there's anything special about him at all. He's, he's the Burger King. Yeah. I, I've never been a fan of the toy, but I get it. Um, and lots of new Masterverse stuff. Today they announced that Hordak and She-Ra are going to be deluxe figures. Um what Mattel can justify as a deluxe and what's not a deluxe, I don't know anymore um, because it's like you get an extra head. Hordak I get because he gets lots of guns and stuff, but um, She-Ra just gets a new cape. So I'm not exactly sure why. Um, there is also case assortments for other new Master stuff. There is the new Netflix He-Man and Skeletor. You've got... The new Zodak, which, like the newer figures from Masterverse, are kind of giving him some extra bells and whistles to make him a little newer. He comes with some extra weapons, a gun holster, shoulder pads. Uh, okay, but, but here's the thing with that Zodak. And I, I'm... For anything you like about it, either of you, I'm about to ruin it for you, and I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Why is his helmet a different shade of red than the rest of his armor? Why? I have to double check now because I didn't even notice that. It's painted it's, on gray. It's it's a glaringly different shade of red and it looks weird and I don't like it. Eh. I might oh, yeah, get him. I can, I can see it. Because um, he always had that like squishy head going on. Yeah. Um, and I'm a fan of Zodak and he's different enough to the point where i think i might pick him up uh there are more images of this like the 40th anniversary he-man figure that's coming out where it's just classic he-man's head on the newer he-man body that's all got like a paint wash on it but the face doesn't so it's like this detailed body with this bright plastic head it's poop smear he-man it looks bizarre yeah it looks like he passed through somebody's colon um the new beast man this to me is a deluxe figure and it's not. Um, he comes with tons of accessories. He's got like the new furry shoulder pads. This has to be a deluxe. Removable armor, the battle cat head dress, huge club, his whip, two sets of armor. He's super, super cool. Um, another one that I, I'm thinking about getting Hero. Nothing new with Hero. He's just like a straight up, this is Hero. He's got his staff that opens up to reveal a gem. I'm assuming they're not going to do the gimmick 
that the classics hero did where it's like a mystery of what gem color you got. And it was like Toy Guru's really shady way to get you to buy three of them to try to get every color gem for the completists. Uh, you have Sunman, who has like Hawkman wings, looks super cool, and his like weird sword javelin thing. Uh, you've got Battle Armor He Man, who comes with a shield that has the Grayskull emblem on it and extra armor pieces that original battle armor he-man didn't have plus the bearded head like the king he-man head uh Ketra comes with uh, mask up or mask down you have that option cloth cape her shield and a club and back scratchy like cat claw hands jitsu uh nothing new to report on jitsu he's got the pieces that the classics jitsu came with he had like an extra loincloth part plus a new mask uh, and his probably all metal hand. And I think that's it. And you've got the animated He-Man skulls. Our case breakdowns are as follows. One case, this is like wave six. Animated He-Man, animated Skeletor, Zodak, Catra. Wave seven, 40th anniversary He-Man, Beastman, Zodak, and Catra. And wave eight or seven or whatever, Battle Armor He-Man, Jitsu, Sun Man, and Hero. Uh, for whatever reason, they're not heavy packing animated He-Man and Skeletor. You think they would, but I guess Sodak and Catra are the ones they think are going to sell good. Uh, I'm not sure why. Uh, other stuff they announced coming up on the Origins bodies. You have 2000X He-Man, Skeletor, Pighead, and Mantena as an entire wave. For whatever reason, Mantena isn't deluxe, but he is really decked out. Four legs individually, his eyeballs pop out. That's something to me screams deluxe figure, but apparently not. Uh, the next wave is Whiplash, Randor, Digitino, and Green Trapjaw. They showed off the Rotan as an upcoming vehicle as well. Looks really cool. No packing character, but doesn't really need it in my opinion. Ah, that is it for He-Man news. Do you guys want to do a few more qualifiers for this greatest He-Man figure of all time? Sure. Yeah. Right. Let me get on the page here. Uh, fudgy bottoms. Had to drop that this episode. All right. Are you guys ready? Of course. We have to have the right to play in this imaginary tournament for the greatest He-Man toy of all time. We have number 42 versus number 25. That is Extendar, one of the most popular Masters Universe characters of all time. <laughs> he can no longer extend. Versus <laughs> da, 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 Cobra Khan. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's tough. This isn't tough oh. for me. I'm going Cobra Khan. Oh. See, I, I always liked Extender because he's like he's like a big golem robot. Yeah, Cobra Khan had like he was one of the ultimate bathtub toys because he used to squirt him. True. True, but I see I would personally, aside from having him like extend upwards, I would also use the uh extend our stuff to like 
as battle damage. Oh yeah. So like same. So like if they like he took a hit, he would get blown backwards and like his midsection would blow apart. Yep. I also loved his shield cuz it it opened up and I would use it as like a as kind of like a rampart for, you know, the uh, the other guys like, you know, to hide behind. Yeah. I had him. I had the shield, but I forgot that it went to him, so I just had this weird shield and I was like, "Where does this go to?" because <laughs> it was just so it is bizarre. a weird shield you know as much as i love cobra khan i gotta give it to extender i think i had way more fun playing with him well, oh Josh. god i'm the deciding vote <laughs> ah! you know this this is this is gonna come as a shock to me because even even me because you you know i love them snake men but i i gotta give it to extender here Oh my god, we have oh, a shock. The upset. <laughs> Cause yeah, like as as much as the snake men are my faction that I go for and I'm waiting for an origins. Uh yeah, no, I Extendar was more fun to play with because he didn't require anything extra. Yeah. Uh yeah. and my parents were, you know, my parents weren't like Please don't get extendars extending all over the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds dirty. <laughs> it does. Uh, yeah, I remember like I mine didn't work that great either. His head did, but that was it. Like they got stuck. Oh, see, mine was perfect. Yeah, he had an extending head. <laughs> oh, look at this later. Um, okay. <laughs> Josh, while it's on my mind penis. That's right. The adventures of my runaway penis. You are off not this the second and third week of the month, right? I I I gave you the dates. <laughs> Um, the 16th and 23rd, for sure. Okay, we got a little bit of time. I just want to make sure, like, when we can do the He-Man episode. No big deal. All right. Next up, number 73 versus number 19. We got a deep cut in Laser Power He-Man taking on the much-beloved Fisto. <laughs> yeah, this isn't even a contest. Uh, this yes. is Fisto. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I'm giving it to Fisto. <laughs> Fisto's That's... giving it to Laser Sword <laughs> He Man. <laughs> Fisto, one of my favorite He Man toys as a kid. He and literally just punched the shit out of everything. Uh, yep. He, he tried, but he could not fist them all. Uh, and I never even. <laughs> played with laser power he-man do you guys know anybody that had it Nah, no yeah that was like one of the really hard ones to find all right number 28 versus number six this is going to be merman versus do 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 one more page thrilling thrilling podcasting Thunder Punch He-Man versus Merman. 
Merman. Yeah. Yeah. As much as I like Thunder Punch He-Man, he's not Merman, and he's not my favorite He-Man variant by a long shot. Yep, same. Although, although a lot of... I gotta give whoever at Mattel came up with the idea of using a cap to give him that punch pop. That's that's pretty ingenious. Oh, yeah. It's cool, but once you run out of the caps, you're SOL. Uh, they were easy to get, and they hung around forever. But it was one of those things, like, if you have it as a kid, once your caps are done, which, as another thing, your mom's not going to let you play with that in the house. Not the yeah, cap feature. Um, and mine was always rusted. Because, you know, in the tub, you're out in the mud. There's a lot of metal in there. It just got beat up quick. Uh, but Merman, Merman was just ready for a picnic every day with this corn cob. Um, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Um, He-Man Rick, which I think I sent you guys pictures a few weeks ago of some of his collection, got really mad. He was listening to an old episode. He got pissed that I said I like Snake Face because he kills Merman in the 2000X cartoon, uh, which just cracks me up to no end. But... Um, Hey, he's alive in Origins, so that's that's good, I guess. And I'm sure he's coming to the Netflix cartoon at some point. We have uh, two left, which I will do next episode, and then we will do the big greatest He-Man of all time, yada yada bullshit episode. And then Josh is going to go on siesta and move into his new palatial estate. Do you guys have a name for it yet, Josh? Is it like... Uh, fudgy bottoms or something it is definitely not fudgy bottoms Pickman's uh, downs uh no no we haven't uh because we you know we need to we need to get in we need to you know see what the feel is you really do need like a plaque you know like a british estate let everybody know you know like this is where josh lives this is a this is a special home for special boys <laughs> It's going to be it's going to be the the Pikmin school for many cats. Um, <laughs> so let's do another message about the importance of keeping your penis Satan free. <laughs> do you guys think hear me out? Let's say you're desperate for somebody to pay attention to your penis. That person you want to pay attention to your penis is very religious. You think you could convince them to pay attention to your penis if you told them the devil was inside of it. And that they were the only ones that could get the devil out. You think that would work? Probably not. It's just like my demented idiot brain. I would. I, they'd have to be extremely gullible, I believe. <laughs> like, could I go to a religious college and just be like, my dick's got Satan in it. Help me out. <laughs> I don't think the person you would want to pay attention to your penis would be the one paying attention. I think you'd get oh, like yeah. old Father Maxi, you know. Father Bohab. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're probably right. Um, or I'd just get maced, you know. <laughs> that too. That'll teach me to sexually harass women. <laughs> well, look, uh, Aunt Mabel's here to help you if you have dabbled in the occult with your pants off she's here to help you with your problems so uh sit back relax and we're gonna be back with some filler content 
after this message from your friend and ours, our first sponsor, Aunt Mabel. Oh, hello there again, boys. I just want to tell you that it wouldn't be possible for me to be exercising the demons out of penises if it weren't for my original product, Aunt Mabel's Ghost in a Jar. You see, I just unscrewed a bunch of those old jars and I let the ghosts out and now they dick demons. So, you know, I first had the idea when my late husband, where he gave me a dick in that I told him he was like, it was like he fucked me with the devil. And, and, and afterwards, I looked at his dick and and it spun around right on his body. And and I looked at it and I did a double take. And all of a sudden he didn't he didn't ejaculate like normal. It was pea soup coming out of the end of his penis. And suddenly his balls formed a mass. And they looked at me and they said, Babel, your uh, your husband's gonna suck cock in hell now. And he died and had a heart attack right there. Mm-hmm. So after that, I had the idea to start up a business exercising dick demons or bone demons like Larry likes to call them. So if you don't want your dick spitting out pea soup and saying that you're going to suck on it yourself in hell, why don't you call Aunt Mabel? Uh, we'll take care of the demon in your penis. We'll do that for you. And we'll just do it for the low, low price of $79.95. We started out at $69.95 for sexual reasons, but we needed a travel fee. So, guys... Um... <laughs> <laughs> the, tra- the travel fee got me. <laughs> oh. It turns out that my penis is possessed by the ghost of John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> um, I mess with forces that I just can't comprehend. And now it wants me to shoot people in the back of the head. <laughs> with what um, exactly? Exactly. <laughs> so you guys have to find out in this very last commercial did Aunt Mabel get the ghost of John Wilkes Booth out of my penis <laughs> or did I run around and blast people in the back of their heads uh, I'm just just suddenly have this mental image in my head of like honey you want to go to a movie <laughs> What? No reason. <laughs> uh, almost, almost Randy from South Park. What? No reason. Really want to go to the opera. I wasn't going to come on the back of your head. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hot, 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 hot. Oh, wasn't my fault. My penis was possessed by John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, we're going to talk about something a little different. Uh, 
<laughs> it's hard to transition off of that one. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I suddenly, I suddenly have this ridiculous, ridiculous thought of like. You know, comics like poorly drawn lines or like the oatmeal, but about like a group of, you know, ghost hunters who are hunting the spirit of John Wilkes Booth, who only possesses people's penis and makes them come on the back of people's head. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sometimes when we improv, things go (laughs) to bizarre, stupid places. Oh god, a good boost! Can you imagine how different history would be? (laughs) If that's what happens. The South will rise again! (laughs) (laughs) Mary, I do believe I have semen in my beard. (laughs) Second time this week. How awkward. All right, so Josh, because you're moving, you have found lots of old Pikmin stuff that doesn't get talked about that much. Uh, in the early days of like Pikmin's vinyls, as you were growing in to the company that you become, you had all kinds of like crazy one-offs and like ice cream kitty. Uh, I kind of discovered you when you started doing the spider heads, but there's a ton of stuff before that. And I was curious if you wanted to talk about some of that stuff that you were finding, because it's all super awesome. Uh, Yes, hold on just a moment, though. I need to feed the kitties, because apparently when I I came out and motioned that the cats still need to eat, it was not caught. Okay, let's take two. (laughs) We'll be right back. All right. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, there, um, uh, there were a few particular, like, giant bins full of things, uh, that were, I, I had sort of dreaded opening because I knew there was, it, it had been a long time since they'd been opened and there was bound to be some amount of deterioration to, like, everything in there. Um, very long story short, I did have to leave, uh, New York City in a more rushed fashion than I would have liked. And there were certain things that just got stored away and then moved from place to place in their storage bins. Uh, But this move, I've decided to do like a real adult. And everything is being thoroughly sorted and like emptied and trashed. And, you know, if, if things have any amount of uh, deterioration to them. It's just like, you're gone. But in the process, I found, I think it started out with uh, the first thing I pulled out of the bin that kind of shocked me were the original uh, sculpted limbs for uh, the first fully articulated quote-unquote action figure I ever did what I was oh sorry I didn't even realize that you had gone oh 
Yeah, I was going to say, I just came back as well. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, see, I, I... You just been talking like we were here the whole time? <laughs> yeah, I had just started babbling, so you're going to have fun listening to that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, continue. No, I was I was basically saying, like, uh, I, it's funny, I wondered why you guys didn't react to me saying uh, a certain thing. I was like, I had mentioned that uh, when I moved from New York, I moved faster than I would have liked. Yeah. Uh, moved from New York City. So a lot of things that uh, from the early days of Pikmin's just got binned up uh, and put in storage bins and then moved from place to place over the years. So I was always sort of dreading opening them and going through them because I knew they would be semi-deteriorated. Just from the nature of the materials. Just for the purpose of telling the story here, Cliff Notes, if I'm understanding this correctly, you're in New York City and you get out of a bad relationship with like make a twat woman you get your stuff you go back to niagara falls which is like your comfort place you hang around for a few years and then you move to austin yes okay continue um so and you know part of the reason i didn't un unpack a lot of stuff in new york i or in you know niagara falls in in lewiston was because at the time I was living with family and there was a very young child at the house. Uh, when I first moved in, he was an infant still. Uh, so I, you know, I couldn't very well be sorting through chemicals in the house uh, or any hazardous materials with an infant around. And it's Niagara Falls and it was the dead of winter. Okay. So I, I very well couldn't like do it outside. But I finally went through it, and the first thing that I pulled out that kind of shocked me uh, was the first first articulated figure I ever that Pikmin's ever did. Uh, I found the original sculpted limbs for Agent Carcinogenic, which was our take on Mutagen Man. Okay. Uh, mind you, this was 2014, 2015. So, you know a solid seven years before super seven. Yeah. Did their freaking mutagen man, uh, which is infinitely better than the Pikmin's one. Uh, but to see the original, uh, limbs sculpted and super sculpy was absolutely a moment of like, Holy crap. Not only are these like in solid condition, but, there, like, there's no deterioration. So I was able to set those aside. Uh, I found a whole bunch of <laughs> weird, headless things. Uh, I found the headless Jesus uh, and headless Buddha, which the the Jesus was specifically used for a C-3PO Jesus mashup. And the Buddha was obviously R2-D2 in that case, so it was a a set called the Holy Droids. Those stuck stuck around for quite a few years. Yeah, I remember those were... Those were pretty popular. Like, people freaking loved that Holy Droids mashup. Uh, For some reason, the Krang and Shredder Buddha combo did not have as much of a following, which always shocked me. 
Uh, but I found the headless different Buddhas I used for the Shredder and Krang Buddha. Uh, unfortunately, all of the original sculpted pieces that I had put onto the Buddhas are long gone. They've just like cracked and crumbled and deteriorated over time, but it was still cool to pull it out and be like, holy crap. This is the Man. C-3PO Buddha. Or three, C-3PO Jesus. People will really, they're going to love when you finally make M-A-R-Y. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me just hold that thought for a second here, Josh. Motherly Android Replicant something with a Y. I haven't quite hit it yet. It'll come to me, I'm sure. But it's like Yeti. <laughs> it, like, there's not a lot of Y <laughs> nouns that would make any sense. Yep, like yuppie. Youth. Youth. The kid. How old was she when she had Jesus? Was she like 15? Was she in her 30s? I picture like, you know, she's like an overprotective, like, oh, booby. Put your helmet on if you're going out. Don't, you know, where's your winter coat? You're in space. You're going to get a cold. But she also has, like, a Gatling gun for an arm, like Golden Ark Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. there's your Jesus in space moment for this week. Josh, continue. <laughs> oh, Jesus in space. Uh, but you know, the... Uh, not long after that, you know, I'm pulling out things that were genuinely a little bit sad to see the condition they were in because it was just like, oh, there is no saving this. Um, one of the pieces that I pulled out was something that I technically had sculpted before I, I we started Pikmin's. And it sort of just like kicked around in my apartment for a while until I was like, I can mold this. I can do something with this, which was the original first sculpt I ever did of a Skeksy head. Oh, I remember that. Uh, and the sculpt was, it was so, uh, uh, it was out of an NSP Chavant. And because it was stored in a container with some other material, uh, it had gotten this gooey quality to it where it was almost like if you touched it, it would almost just melt. So, Josh, have these been cast and this is resin that's getting sticky or is this? No, no, the... these are these are the original sculpts. OK, and the clay stays like you. How do you keep I... it just from warping? Well, in that in that case, I hadn't. OK. Uh, which was part of the issue. Somehow it had retained most of its shape, but the the structural integrity of the clay had just failed. Now, the thing that genuinely totally shocked me, uh, because I didn't think I still had it, was the original sculpt for Bernie the Ghost Toast. I loved seeing that. Uh, and the original sculpt for the minifigure that was released alongside him, Mr. Spooky. Mm-hmm. Uh, which even had its arms glued back on. So it was a moment 
looking at it, it was clearly like, I decided to keep this. Like, it's it's very clear that a repair was made because I intended to keep the sculpt. Who's Mr. Spooky? Mr. Spooky, I will send you a picture. Mr. Spooky was the ghost that went alongside Bernie. Okay. And uh, he looks a little bit, the, this sculpt looks like a, like a little blue condom. Okay. Uh, which is entirely, you know, my fault for making him sort of condom-like. Uh, he's just fun, though. He's like a little, he's a little screaming ghost. Oh, that is a lot of fun. That was the first of my year of monster designs. And I love he was ghosts. Right there. I love just, like, classic bedsheet ghosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is, there is, uh, it's surprisingly intact, although part of it came off on my hand. Uh, Your Skeksy uh, looks amazing. And that was, God, after like six years being tossed around in a bin. It stayed pretty well, considering it's been in Texas. And, um, yeah, seriously, I think I, I genuinely think the heat had something to do with uh, the condition that it's in. Like our apartment isn't overly hot most of the time, but. I'm I'm sure the change in heat through the years. <coughs> excuse me. Has definitely affected a lot of this stuff. Now, do you have I've seen pictures and like, you know, on the pigments page of Ice Cream Kitty. Is Ice Cream Kitty still around, or is Ice Cream Kitty long gone? There, I have one or two casts of Ice Cream Kitty around, and it was one of the very, very few molds, because I did a huge mold purge, uh, where some of the molds probably should have been thrown out a while ago. But... uh, there were some that were still in surprisingly good condition that I was like, well, I'm going to just keep hanging on to this. And ice cream kitty is one of those. Uh, and ice cream kitty is in scale with that Nickelodeon line. How long do molds keep before they break down? Or is it Uh, just like an indeterminate amount of time? It depends on how much they're used, how well they're taken care of, what type of silicone or rubber is used to make them. Generally, RTV rubber molds last a lot, uh, a lot shorter than silicone ones. Uh, RTV over time will just sort of crumble. There were a few RTV rubber molds that I pulled out that uh, just sort of pulling open to look at what they were immediately fell apart in my hands. A few of them, I, I won't deny, was a little sad, because uh, as soon as they fell apart, it was a moment of like, oh, I know what this is. Oh, well. And is but this something that in your mind you're like, I'll make more, I'll cast more of these with these molds? Or is it just like, this was so important to me, I don't want to get rid of it? I, a few of them were, were cases of like, oh, I should have taken better care of that. That was like, that was a milestone piece. 
Yeah. Uh, one of one of them was the um, the main head pod of Audrey Two. Mm. Yep. I had the mold for that, um, and I had actually intended on eventually filling it up with monster clay and like just re-sculpting over top of the old pieces of base. But that's definitely not going to happen now because that mold crumbled. But oh well. You know, it's one of those like you can't go backwards. Got to just push forward anyway. Now, like what kind of stock have you found? Have you found like, oh, look, this is in this box. There's just like these five things that I forgot to sell. Or are you good about that? You don't have that kind of stuff laying around. No, there there is one box uh, that I did go through that I decided to just sort of keep everything the way it was in the box. Uh, that is a good handful of unsold figures from designer con 2016 oh wow now what were those uh there is at least one of a uh, uh it was a collaboration figure uh it was a my spin on a figure that uh etc toys had released a few times my version was called carm hex and i did it on like a weird uh international card back with like a weird holographic backer behind the figure it was a very weird figure it was a just a bootleg mashup figure that he had made um i did find a few damned kids nice (laughs) uh figures are in very bad shape but with a little tlc i'm sure they could be repaired enough to at least sit in the packaging nicely as mementos uh, which was the entire reason I was like, I can't get rid of these. Um, and if you, I, I don't even remember what we actually called it, but it was uh, the articulated skull head figure. Oh, that was, uh, well, the, the original character was named Rupert. No, uh, not Rupert. Uh, the, the one that I did. Oh, um, the misfits looking one. Um, yeah. Gotcha. My, my entire inspiration for that was just like, I want to make my own version of the, um, how, oh, what's the name of the, the Clash of the Titans skull head figure? Oh, is that uh, just oh. the, the ferryman? Yeah. Yeah. Sharon. One ferryman. of my, one of my, uh, white whales as far as, uh, figure collecting goes. Yeah. I basically wanted to make a version of that figure that you could take the skull out of the figure and it would just be a hooded cloak. Yes. Um, of all of the things that I came across, that's the thing that I'm still looking at. And I'm like, this is pretty good. Uh, it, it, it wouldn't be terrible to release a new version of this. I mean, it wouldn't really like what's stopping you from just putting like magnets in different heads and having a figure that comes with like eight heads. I, and just the idea of like doing a slightly more stylized version of essentially like a hooded cloaked skull figure that you can remove the skull on and just have an oh, empty yeah. hooded cloak. That's just fun. Um, yeah, that's, that's one of the things that really stood out to me the most about like weird, uh, figures that, that I think I could redo with very minimal design changes. So Josh, let me ask you, 
what was your first official Pikmin's release? Uh, the first official was Bernie. Uh, it was the Bernie and Mr. Spooky 2-pack. Mm-hmm. Where, I mean, like, those look great. But, I mean, I, where did you start and where have you ended up? You know what I mean? Like, your progress over how many years has Pikmin's Finals been around? Uh, 2015, I believe, is when it originally started. I that's that's what I thought too, but I found a few pieces that were dated uh, that that I would still like write the dates on mm-hmm. that had 2014 dates. You know what I think it was? I I want to say because we started talking uh, about this in late 2014. I want to say like fall of 2014, wasn't it? I'm wondering. I I mean, I would have to do some serious digging and research. But mm-hmm. I'm wondering if we are a year off on our estimates. We we may be. I, I remember, I mean, and, you know, not to bring up bad memories, but it was uh, you were at the hospital and I hadn't seen you in years. And I, and I was working an afternoon shift. And I was like, holy crap. You know, and we started talking for a minute and we we exchanged uh, social media information because <laughs> um, we weren't we hadn't been following each other since the days of MySpace. And oh, uh, I can. I can get to the bottom of this real simple. <laughs> can and get yeah. to the bottom of this real simple. I, I remember you commenting on the um, the pop culture confessionals because I had just started. I had o- I had only done like I want to say, God, like thirty of them at that point. Um, so we were like you know chit chatting about that, and then you got back in touch about uh, toy design, and we started talking more and more about that, and kind of went off from there yeah i'm 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 going i'm going back through my uh my my information and i'm basically just checking when dad died yeah so i didn't didn't want sorry to bring up bad memories no 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 that's i i am genuinely not shy about saying that one of the things that that helped to kickstart pikmin's uh was my dad dying uh and you know i don't mean that in a negative way but Without that event, that was part of the catalyst that made it happen. Right. Uh, so as, you know, as terrible as an event as it was, it was still the start of something awesome. So, yeah, thanks, Dad. So you're <laughs> roughly eight years. I'm about to, I'm, I'm almost at that point. Of... So I can tell you in a sec. I'm going scrolling, scrolling back through stuff, seeing, uh, seeing when Dad kicked it. <laughs> no, no, no. Excuse me. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll go for the. Uh, I'll go for the weird Roger Rabbit take on it. That's when he cacked it. He didn't go anywhere. He just possessed some poor fool's penis somewhere. I know. I'm waiting for him to like knock something over in the room and just be like, fuck are you saying about me? <laughs> yeah, let's see. Oh, oh, yeah. See, see, here's some of the man. I, I don't know how I forgot about that. You know, you know how I forgot about that? I forgot about that because it was nothing that I saw in my uh, stuff that I was digging through. Um, 
I I had forgotten about the Dr. Tongue head. Ah, yes. That's that's what I had scrolled past. Uh, I did find. Unfortunately, I did find the original sculpt of Muffet. Oh, yeah, it was not pretty. I was going to say, I imagine that one didn't hold up. <laughs> that that was a moment where I was like, oh, oh, that's what this is. Because uh, I saw the feet first. <laughs> um, I I did also because uh, I I won't say too much about this because I swear to God this is going to happen one day, one day it will happen. Okay, so <laughs> I I've been keeping my mouth shut this whole time. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a little I'm gonna tell an exclusive little story here, uh, but I'm gonna leave out a few key ta- key details for our safety of uh retra- retaining this information part of the idea that kickstarted pikmins was i had a very vague idea uh for a vinyl toy line essentially a blind box toy line that could reuse core body types but replace the accessories to make them into different things. And I pitched, pitched this idea to Mike and he came back with, I, uh, designs that I still love and I still have. (laughs) And then I, I did an initial sculpt of these designs that he had sent over. Uh, and things weren't quite right on them. Uh, and one of the molds didn't turn out as as well as I'd like because I was very new at it. Uh, so I took one of the original failed casts and re-sculpted on top of it to add the details that I had wanted to be there. And I found the piece with the re-sculpted bits on top of it. Oh, nice. Uh, I do still have the core original casts of those three pieces. Uh, and the smaller fourth piece. So those all still exist. And one day we will come full circle. Uh, and we will get our, our goddamn line of vinyl minifigures out there. Uh, because I still maintain that it is a fantastic idea with solid designs. Uh, edit this part out. <laughs> wow! But yeah, there's there's some stuff coming up that's uh, those pictures of redacted are awesome. Uh, I'm also gonna send you a picture of the original Skexy sculpt uh, from. Uh, and yes, these uh, these are all from late 2014. So yeah, we, we started talking like before Christmas 2014, but we didn't actually show we technically started in 14 we didn't show anything off until 2015 yeah oh my god i forgot about that package design the yeah and then the the redacted portion (laughs) i i still have uh yeah i still have those files all right so listen tubi is the best app ever and it is overflowing with all of the bad 
or not so bad, in my opinion, cartoons that we loved as a kid. Most of them, not all of them, but most. Um, and I fell asleep the other night watching Freakazoid. Oh, I loved Freakazoid. And I was like, God damn it, we need to talk about this because there's so many great, like, guilty pleasure cartoons from when we were kids, just for, like, discussion's sake. Um, and I know for me personally, like, I can turn on G.I. Joe mm-hmm. and watch any episode, just be the happiest guy ever. But, I mean, yeah. just, w- what do you guys like? Well, I mean, there's the classics, obviously. G.I. Joe, Transformers, He-Man. I can I can watch all of those and just be happy with it. Um, you know, cheese and all. Doesn't bother me. Uh, the 90s, I feel like, is is when we hit pinnacle of awesome cartoons. Like, I won't even call it a guilty pleasure. Like, The Tick, Freakazoid, Batman the Animated Series, Superman the Animated Series. These are all just great cartoons. And any of those I will gladly watch. And, of course, you have stuff like Tiny Toons, Animaniacs, all that. Um but as far as like cartoons that I like, I don't even know if I'd call them guilty pleasures, but ones I haven't watched in a long time, but really loved as kids or as a kid is the uh, the Disney, the Disney cartoons that were like a take on their their main characters doing something different. So like DuckTales, obviously, but then Tailspin, Darkwing yeah. Duck. All the I loved all of those. I was a huge fan of Tailspin. I remember a lot of my friends didn't like it. I thought it was a great show. Me too. <laughs> I really I, liked of it. all of like of the batch. So you've got Ducktales, Rescue Rangers, yep. Tailspin, Darkwing Duck. Like it was those four, mm-hmm. and then they kind of petered out, but they're on Fox. I love Ducktales, but oh, for yeah. some reason, like Tailspin. And I think it was like all of like the aesthetic of it's like set in this weird quasi forties, yes, Art Deco world. Kit Cloud Kicker surfing on the clouds, yep, was super cool to me. And the weird thing is, is, I never watched a ton of the show, or my memory of it was like the beginning. They'd have like all these awesome clips from the show, and then every episode I watched would never be those clips, and it drove me crazy. Anything with Sky Pirates, I was down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I that captured my imagination imagination as a child it, hell even as an adult it captures my imagination but like I loved the toy line the the sky commanders like I loved that um I know Josh you, you you'll remember this but the Ninjago airship from Lego oh yeah that, that I had to track down because I was like I didn't care that it was massive and expensive I'm like I need this airship it's too cool um the final fantasy airships like i i have i have a soft spot for that so with tailspin having like the weird you know air pirates with the the biplanes that were just filled with guns <laughs> it's like yeah i love everything about this man so, tailspin's a big yeah. one for me. good old sid final mm-hmm. fantasy i stopped playing at part eight um then it just like the playstation final fantasies didn't do it for me like uh little pixely chibi final fan final fantasies for some reason uh but i'm old school and this isn't related to toys um like herculoids i will watch the shit out of shirt tails you guys remember that one? <laughs> oh yeah um, I, I do the snorks yep um and we have um the Hanna barbera app because my daughter likes watching care bears and those are all on there and they're garbage but it's like yeah, it still resonates with like my inner five year old. So I'm like, yay, shirt tails. It's the snorks. Clap, 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 <laughs> clap, clap, clap. You know, like 
Um, what about the gummy bears? I never liked the gummy bears because you never liked the. Oh, I loved the gummy bears. No, it's a good they show. Were, I mean, they bounced here and there and everywhere. And everywhere. They are the gummy High bears. High adventures, far beyond compare. I just could never wrap my head around the fact that they weren't actual edible gummy bears. <laughs> Mike just like, wanted to eat them. I did. Like th- there was no like Gargamel that wanted to like they want their gummy fruit or something, right? No, they, they had the they had the evil Duke, and then they had the two ogres that called him Dookie all the time, and I laughed every time they did it. And that was Disney too. That was like weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that Disney? I mean, we were getting into like our late teens when this came out, but there was like a Disney afternoon. And it was like this weird thing with a long ass tail. Um, I'm I'm gonna. Uh, that was uh, Marsupilami. Yes, Marsupilami. Oh my Rock. god, I yes. forgot about that. Uh, god, there was some other stuff that I watched. Uh, David the Gnome. <laughs> like, oh god, I one remember one of the that. darkest endings of all time. <laughs> yeah, they die. Um. Oh god, mask. I was like, for some reason, I lived at the time in this place when we got like WGN as a channel and they played this show called Stunt Dogs that had no toy line. Like you could tell that they thought they were going to have a toy line and it never happened. So mm. every episode was them pitching toys that just never got made um, like our weird vehicles and like weird like this is the new cannon launcher we got to use in the episode. And you're like, is there toys for this? But there never was. Uh, Tales from a Crypt Keeper. Oh, I loved that show. I still uh, love that show. Count Duckula. You know, oh, yep. God, I love Count Duckula. Mighty Same. Mouse. Not Mighty Mouse. Uh, Danger Mouse. Danger Sorry. Mouse. Yes. I. Oh, my God. I loved Danger Mouse. I used to watch that. At, like, they had the reruns on. I want to say it was like at 730 at night. I just remember it was like close to my bedtime, like an hour or so away. And it was I used to watch it every night. I loved it. Was Danger Mouse... All right, so my my memory's a little fuzzy on this. I think it played on Nickelodeon, right? Yes. So there was something that played on HBO, and it was like Banana Man, I believe. <laughs> I do remember Banana Man. But Banana no Man had a sidekick that was Strawberry Man or like a reoccurring buddy. I don't. I just remember like loving the concept of Banana Man. And Strawberry Man or like Strawberry Sam or something. I, I, yeah, it was something special. It was around the same time as Fraggle Rock. I think it played after Fraggle Rock because the episodes wouldn't be a complete 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then they would have like, here's a quick Banana Man episode. But I remember it being like, this is British. Why isn't this with Danger Mouse and Count Duckula? Oh, I'll give you a quick Banana Man episode. there were also some really weird cartoons like the wuzzles you guys remember oh yeah (laughs) oh man have those like the popples kind of they wuzzles were like two animals mashed together like a bee and oh yes 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 like like, as a kid i would sit there and try to like understand their origin (laughs) and be like how did how did a bee and a lion get together? Like, what's going on there? Like, and it just messed with my head. Cousins. How can they be related when they're a different species? Explain this to me. Right. That lion don't fucked that bee. <laughs> oh god! Or the raccoons. You guys remember that one? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Or did you guys ever watch Monchi Cheese? 
Yep. Oh, yes. That was another horrible dinosaur. Dawn. Monchichi. (laughs) So, you guys, I'm playing with an idea. Hear me out. A game. Does Dawn hate it? (laughs) I just give Dawn words. Well, I'll say, like, Dawn. Monchichi. And she'll be like, I fucking hate Monchichi. We have to guess if she hates it or not. Yeah, I think that'd be a fun game. Especially yep. especially if she's she's giving the answers. Because <laughs> uh, she'll fake us out. She will. But, so you know uh, you know what? Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go the opposite because you guys let's be fair. I don't think there are any shows I can name that you guys haven't named. Um uh, other than maybe Eek the Cat. Oh god, I love Eek I the love Cat. Eek. Man, Eek was <laughs> fucking weird and I loved it. Um but I'm gonna, I'm sorry. I'm gonna talk about people love Curse of Cowardly Dog. It was Zeke the Cat that did it first. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about two shows. Uh one one I, I genuinely uh disliked. The other one I didn't dislike, but it drove me crazy for a lot of reasons. Uh I, I hated Captain Planet. I hated it so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. I wanted to like it because it was always on. But yeah, no, I was not a fan. But uh, it, it was it was such uh, really, really. It it would have done better if the Planeteers were fighting Man Bear Pig. It would have been more interesting. <laughs> it was so up its own ass and preachy. I hated that like trend around like the early nineties of like. Nothing wrong with the message, but I hated the save the planet bullshit like Fern Gully. Mm-hmm. And like every episode had to stop because they had to talk about recycling. Hey, at least Fern Gully had Tim Curry and Robin Williams. Yeah. And like Captain Planet had cool villains. Yeah. But like Earth, wind, fire, water, heart. Heart isn't an element. <laughs> that used to bug the shit out of me. Because it was like. They were you all know, kind of cool, and then they get to the little, like, Incan kid, who is just, like, their sissy friend. <laughs> there was, let's be honest, as kids, there was always that one thing. Like, we can accept the fact that there there is this Earth spirit that created a champion that can only be put together by random children calling out the name of an element. We can accept all of that. But when it came to an element being heart, we're like, nah, fuck that bridge too far. Like, yep. and that, that happened a lot with these types of shows. Uh, you know what would have made the show infinitely better? What's that? If Captain Planet were just Ted Turner with blue face paint smeared on awkwardly. Yes. Jumping through <laughs> windows. <laughs> Recycle or I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Captain Planet. <laughs> Captain Planet. You know, you know what Bridge Too Far happened for me with one of the most popular uh, cartoons of our childhood, the Ninja Turtles. This irritated me to no end and still to this day bothers me. Why wasn't Splinter a turtle? Because they changed the way the mutagen works in the cartoon. They say the whole thing of like the last thing you, you were around, last other species you were around. And because the turtles were around Hamato Yoshi, they turned humanoid. Because Mato Yoshi was around the rats, he became like, no, hold on. If he touched the mutagen and then touched the turtles, the last thing he was around was a damn turtle. That doesn't work. (laughs) 
and it drove me crazy. <laughs> because turtles got a turtle. Exactly. <laughs> what about like, what if you're around a person and then you touch the mutagen? You'd become super person. Double you know person. What? You know, like, I'm double man. I'm twice. <laughs> I don't know. What? You become like a weird hermaphrodite monster. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of weird hermaphrodite monsters, do you know what was a bridge too far for me in a in a show? What's that? Here's the theme song for Denver the Last Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh. my friend and a whole lot more. That, that child is having dinosaur. a sexual relationship with Denver. <laughs> All right, I I got two cartoons for you. Let's see if you guys remember these uh cuz I barely remember this one. I'm kind of scrolling through a list of cartoons. I was like, holy shit, I forgot that existed. But Turbo Teen. Oh, yeah. I hate Turbo Teen. Yeah, I forgot that damn thing existed. And Camp Candy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about both of these. What about like, Life with Louie? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. took it right out of my mouth. Yep. Life with Louie wasn't good. <laughs> I Fucking Bobby's World. Not a fan of Bobby's world. Um, Something that happened a lot in the 80s that I feel like we moved away from by like 95 ish. Like we did some some serious cartoons in the 90s, like Batman, the animated series and all that. Those were very serious cartoons, but we didn't have those dark shows that you're like, should kids be watching this? Like the Inhumanoids. Obviously, everyone knows about the Inhumanoids. But do you guys remember Spiral Zone? Yeah, vaguely toys were the best man cartoon was just straight up mad max right but there was i mean like all those people were turned into like you know the i forget what they called them like the bubblegum brain men yeah they were like the zombies of the spiral zone i forget what yeah. the hell they called them um but and that's one of like, those cartoons that had like 13 episodes right but both that and in humanoids i remember the little that i saw as a kid freaking me out because <laughs> it's like there's some dark shit that happens in that and those shows. So, you know, the other show that I wanted to bring up that drives me that that genuinely uh, aspects of it drove me crazy. What's that? Bonkers. He's totally nuts. I don't know that I remember this one. Bonkers. It, no, if answer butts, he's like Bobcat cop, right? Yep. Bobcat cop with a human partner. And. The idea oh, was Jesus. always yeah, for it this. to essentially be similar to Roger Rabbit in that it was a mix of tune and human. And then at some point during development, they switched it to entirely cartoon. Yeah, and I'm looking even, at it right now. And even as a kid, the fact that it was supposed to be a cartoon cop in a human world and everything was animated and looked the same style of animation drove me crazy. I will give it this, like this isn't something I really watched as a kid, so that's probably why I didn't remember it. But looking at the, the images, like I will say the animation style is really nicely done. It, the, the overall story it told was surprisingly in depth. Uh, Cause like it even went to a certain point where like 
the the main officer uh, officer pickles or pickel mm-hmm. that bonkers was partnered with uh ended up like leaving the city and uh like moving on to another job and leaving the show altogether uh and he was given a new partner and like there was a whole like trust issue storyline uh and it like delved into the history of like tunes that had fallen from grace after their career hit the shitter oh wow and like turned to a life of crime like it it had some surprisingly dark stuff in it but the fact that the fact that it could have been genuinely Roger Rabbit style if mm-hmm. they had made that decision drove me crazy. Uh, like they, they could have at least given the humans in the cartoons some sort of difference in design or animation style yeah. to differentiate like, hey, this is a tune. Hey, this is real. Otherwise... They're saying, like, it's tuned stuff in a real world, but it's all fucking tuned. <laughs> I do think that's funny, though, how a lot of these uh, cartoons and in a lot of cases, movies as well from when we were when we were kids. There's always that moment of like, wait a second. What? <laughs> like, I can buy all this other crazy shit, but that that no, no, I'm not going to let you get a pass on that one. <laughs> Yep. Well, I mean, geez, I mean, you guys know my deep, deep love of Power Rangers. Yep. Uh, same exact thing. Like, I am shameless. <laughs> like, I love that stupid show. You know, we're Listen, talking the about female like, rangers have penises. No. <laughs> Stop it. Um, and it's funny, like, we're mentioning this, like, we haven't, like, we stopped watching cartoons. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, like we, we have not at all. No. Um, well, that's cool. Um, are you guys curious? Let me ask you a question. Um, do you think Aunt Mabel was successful in getting John Wilkes Booth's evil penis ghost, his bone ghost, out of my body? You I think sure she hope did so. it? I don't know. There's only one way to find out. She's going to tell us right now. Are you guys ready? <laughs> I don't know if I can prepare for this, but I'll try. All right. Buckle up. She's going to let you know what happened, and we're going to wrap things up with the Hall of Fame. Well, I do say hope you boys don't have the devil in your dicks anymore. I know I was able to get John Wilkes Booth and put him into a good friend of mine. I know it does wonders for my hair father, coach, and that's all we're going to say about that. It just stiffened the roots a bit, so that's an issue I'm going to have to deal with. But that's okay. We'll deal with that on hair wash day. In the meantime... I'm just going to hope that you don't have the devil in your penis. Because if you got the devil in your penis, it can go inside your anus. And there's nothing worse than a devil in your poop. 
and you see, I'm sitting out there, I certainly can't help you. Now, if your penis is splitting out pieces, there's something I can do about that. If your testicles are resembling cerebrus the hellhound, I can do something about that. If perhaps you feel the flames of hell and the river of sticks flowing out your genitals, well, you should see a doctor. You've seen too many prostitutes. But if you've got a genuine position in your penis, you call it Mabel. I'll suck it right out of you, boy. Well, guys, <laughs> now you know. Aunt <clears throat> Mabel, she got the devil out. She got the poison out. That's all. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Don't want to get in trouble or anything. <laughs> hey, she's she's a consenting adult. Um, before I jump into the Hall of Fame, a little funny piece of news that just popped up. So in Mexico, Hasbro <laughs> makes luchador Marvel figures. If you can believe that. So something that they do and Disney allows it or something. It's like a weird legal loophole. Uh, they have luchador wrestling matches where the luchadors dress up as um, Spider-Man, the Hulk, Captain America, Venom. You know, it's like, this is my luchador. I'm El Arachno. You remember they like um, Funko did this where they had Funko Pops for it. Uh, you know, it's like a Captain America themed luchador, Spider Man themed luchador. Right. Hasbro straight up making 12 inch toys for him in Mexico. <laughs> that's kind of awesome. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I don't know if we'll ever see him here. I bet you they'll pop up somewhere like Ollie's or something. But uh, just stupid enough, there's Captain America, Spider Man, Thanos, and I think the Hulk. Um, I'll send you guys a picture. But uh, pretty ridiculous. So bone saw is ready. Yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck is bone saw? What the fuck? Um. So our winner from last week was the pizza thrower, Mike. Congratulations. Woo. And per the rules, you get to pick this week's. You're the first entrant. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to have to go with one from the '90s. The Techno Punch Terminator figure. So basically, our endoskeleton. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> with the light piping and all. The, I love that figure. Especially because you had the, the pistons on the side, the rubber pistons. So I'd always like put whatever staff or pipe toy I had in there and like bend it to take him out. <laughs> but yeah, love that Man, figure. Stop me if I've told this story, but I asked for Terminator toys when they came out for Christmas. Like every kid did. And I remember um, my aunt and uncle at the time were like, okay, we'll get you one for Christmas. And I remember my brother got the awesome, like Arnold with the arm that popped off, like the missile launcher and the claw. Yep. And that weird, like Robocop spike that came out of his hand. And I got the liquid Terminator, the first one that was the just like with ex shooting butt. X cop from uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. And it was the most disappointing <laughs> figure of all time when I was just like, I just wanted that endoskeleton so bad. 
uh, now it's one of those things like every time I find it at a garage sale, I have to buy it. I just want to know why he fires his ass off. Like, why was that what they went with for the for the liquid terminator? He shoots I could his only ass. think, yeah, that they like didn't have finalized looks at the terminator. They just knew he was a motorcycle cop, so they're like, well, I guess this is what we're gonna make. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's uh, so weird. It's the worst toy. It can't even do anything. He bends over and, and then, his ass turns into a missile launcher. <laughs> we're we His, we have in in a similar but different way. Uh, just like great great minds, I have a a similar but entirely different pick this week. Okay, right. Josh, go for it. Uh, I specifically nominate the X Men. X Force cable with the removable skin sections. Oh, that's a fun one. Uh, because I very frequently used him as the human version of the Terminator and then would eventually like go for the Terminator endosc- uh, uh, endoskeleton. Any figure that had like peel away battle damage was always fun. Yeah, it was. Do you guys ever have like a figure that you can't explain why you love this so much, but you play with it a ton? Oh, I got a bunch of GI Joes like that. For me, it was spacesuit cable, or maybe it was like underwater cable. He was like no, orange. No, that's I love that figure. Yes, yeah, that, that was space cable, and yeah, that was a great toy. Honestly, it's all in the suit. That that was a cool ass looking suit. He like, and I loved his gun. Yep, and he didn't have any action features that would like hinder the movement. Mm-hmm. And I played with him a ton. Like of I, all my X Men toys, that's the one that was like I just love that cable. I mean, like, the, yeah, never mind. He had a he, you know, he had a dome on constantly, but I loved him. See, the, I would. Oh, god. I, I was just gonna say I would frequently uh, fill in the little gap between the the two pieces of skin. With a uh, silly putty, so when it blew off, it would have that like rip. Nice. Oh, yeah, you can't have <laughs> any kind of endoskeleton character without silly putty. Oh yeah, but I was gonna say out of the toy biz toys, the one that I played with all the time that I had like zero connection to from the comics was Comcast, just because he looked cool as hell. Like he, he was like some dude in like a silver and black you know suit, had a couple of guns and a weird flying disc. Like, that he would hover around on. Like, I thought that was the coolest action figure. And, again, no connection to him outside of it was a cool toy. Yeah, yep. there was a ton of, like, they had a two-second appearance in a comic book. They got a figure. Slayback. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, Slayback Extreme. was another one I loved. Um, who's the one with the extended arms? Um, Slayback had the extended Slayback, yeah. Actually, Slayback is pretty prominent in the comics still. Like, he's kind of overdue he- for a figure, in my opinion. He was um, in the uh, Deadpool origin story. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to stick with the robot battle damage theme. And I will raise your endoskeleton, which I'm not going to beat, and battle damage cable and give you bionic Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Um, that's definitely a good one pretty sure the endoskeleton's going to win but a toy i played with and loved didn't actually own 
And yeah, once have any Super of 7 announced that they have, they're doing like the Million Dollar Woman or something, I hope to God they do $2 million man or whatever, $6 million man, mm-hmm. and make Bionic Bigfoot. Who is essentially just Chewbacca, but Andre the Giant, but a robot. <laughs> um, I want I want a shaved version of Bigfoot from the Venture Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I want uh, the Mr. Pickles version of Bigfoot, where he's an ex-mafioso that <laughs> they gave him skin grafts and glued hair to him and made him taller and turned him into Bigfoot. And it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, if you've never watched Mr. Pickles, it's an amazing oh. show. I've watched um, some of it. I need to watch more. Well, guys, this is a meandering, crazy episode. Tune in next week for the hit new game, Does Dawn Hate It? <laughs> Featuring Dawn. Either I will have her come on as a guest, or she will just provide the answers in a very fun Dawn sort of way. And this is also me warning you, the occult and masturbation do not go well together. Don't make the same mistakes I did. It doesn't matter what kind of sexy things Captain Howdy says to you. Just don't do it. Nope. Don't eat that chicken. Wait, no, that's Captain Spaulding. <laughs> <laughs> him too. Don't trust him. He's a clown. If, and don't... The, Pazuzu, if the terrifying Pazuzu Captain Howdy face flashes on your bedroom wall, don't play along. Just close your eyes. Go to bed. Put the Kleenex and the lotion away because you're going to have problems. And, and you can thank the folks at Count Camp Camp Creepy Pants for uh, providing you your new sex move because you know if you sneak up behind someone and suddenly orgasm on the back of their head, that's called a John Wilkes splooge. That's right. <laughs> Count Creepy Pants said your wife will love it, or your dog, or the oh, mailman. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says a great tip to your uh, Uber Eats driver <laughs> like a John Wilkes booth. Uh, John uh, Wilkes splooge. That's right. Actually, don't do that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. that's horrible advice. <laughs> no, don't, 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 don't ever do a John Wilkes yeah. splooge ever yeah. to anyone. Yeah, no, no, no random spoogings on people, please. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> This is your very wrong public service <laughs> announcement. We will be back next week with, as I love to say, things and stuff. This is Mike saying, see ya. Goodbye. This is Josh saying, don't you orgasm on that head. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>
www.countcreepy.com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C-O-U-N-T-K-R-E-E-P-Y. Ah.